Broadcasting from a decommissioned nuclear submarine crewed by a team of joystick shuffling loons located somewhere off the coast United Kingdom. Welcome to the Wonky Gamers Thermonuclear Popcorn. <laughs> Welcome to the Wonky Gamer Thermonuclear Popcorn. We're back today with the usual crowd, Steph, Rami and Dad. We also have a special guest today who you may have come across on the Wonky Spanner, known for his reviews. Welcome to Ferg. They did it. It was nothing to do with me. <laughs> he likes having rude calls with the uh, evil uh, telephone people. fake windows people. Uh, it's entirely, entirely U-rated. Right, so uh, what I'll do is... I'll give you uh, Ferg's YouTube a bit later on, uh, and we'll plug some other stuff as well. Um, but if you, if you want to leave any feedback for the show, uh, you know you're welcome to leave it in the comments, or you can mail us at our new email address, which is wonkygamer at wonkyspanner.com. Right, it's all so shiny and new. Why it not isn't try and be the first to email us? But we've never opened that email you yet. You could be the first. It was created like. Minutes ago, it's you that new ourselves. and that shiny. Birth of a beautiful era. So, right, we, we, so we could email ourselves <laughs> on to the gaming news. Indeed, yeah. yeah. So, without further delay, <laughs> so I guess we could start with Uncharted 4, which came out you played this that month, one. last month. Yeah, it came out like, well, it's still this month right now, but when you listen to this, it will be last month. But yes, Uncharted 4. I don't know, it's a difficult one for me to have an opinion on, because I played it for about an hour and a half. I think Rami watched everything I played. Um, yes, I, I watched through what you played, and it, it actually answered one of the main questions I had with the game, because I'd seen a, a friend play some of it later on, probably about midway through the game. Oh, yeah. And I was really uh, taken aback by the way um, he actually moves through the environment, all this like free climbing and stuff he does. And I was like, well, how did he learn to do all of that? Why? Him and his brother, <laughs> they're just doing all kinds of nonsense. And why aren't they both dead? And then, from watching your uh, Let's Play, the the little bit you played like at the start, the hour or so, it explains mm. it all. He's been doing it from a very young age. I mean, how he's not dead from that very early age is beyond <laughs> me. But he he learned well, if you it think all. About it, he was doing it uh, doing it to a pretty high standard at the age of twelve. It, well, so... ridiculously high. I mean, not as good as me, obviously, but <laughs> he's close. So he's getting there. the gameplay's sort of very much um, Assassin's Creed and Tomb Raider style, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. The, the sort of third to, person uh, over your shoulder. Yeah. It's, it's a kind of if Ezio and Lara Croft had a child. It pre yeah, maybe that's the twist. I don't know. I haven't finished it yet. Maybe that's what you find out at the end. 
<laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> but no, I think it is. It seems like quite a good game. It's got really good reviews. Um, I don't know if it's just like for me. I I did play the first Uncharted uh, a long time after it came out. I don't know if it's just me. I kind of find that it's kind of it, it's a lot of set pieces. It's a lot of show, you know, and it looks really cool and. That kind of thing, but I don't know, at least from what I've played of the original one, and so far in this one, a good effort on the story, but I, I didn't feel particularly engaged. It I just heard. seemed a bit too action movie-esque, but then that's just me. I quite like, I don't know, watching a film or playing a game where I sit and like, people just sit in a room and talk about politics or something. I heard that that was just for the, the first part of the game. Once you get, I think it's about the first couple of hours. Well, not even a couple of hours, but it's the tutorial mm. section. Once you get past that, it's supposed to open up. And become a, a, a much yeah, the bit of the game, game I watched, as I say, probably about midway through, they were uh, climbing all these peaks around this uh, lovely kind of Caribbean island. Mm. And they got into one room, and there were some really good puzzles that uh, I actually saw my friend play through. And just something a little bit different, and they mm. they did require a bit of thought. They weren't too obvious, but nothing too tricky. Uh, if you've played any games at all, and you're used to puzzling stuff out there, but yeah, it looks like it would genuinely be quite a lot of fun. I think that's the thing. I mean, um, there's actually a review on the wonkyspanner.com um, by a, by a chap David actually who. Uh, you, you know, he, he had a pretty positive review about it. I did have a good read through it um, a week or two ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it might just be me being difficult, really, and a little bit specific on the games I like. But um, it does seem like a lot of fun. I think a lot of people would enjoy it. I have to admit, I've been kind of attracted to the title, but uh, it's an exclusive only, so I'm never going to get to play it at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> till, till someone somehow finds a way to emulate it over the PC, legally. <laughs> <laughs> but that can't be <laughs> legally. Yeah. That's never going to happen. No, it's not, and that, that's a loss for the PC market, um, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Third-person shooters, come on. It's PC. It's PC heaven for gaming. It really is, and, and kind of, why would you waste that opportunity? Come on. So yeah, that's kind of me on exclusivity. To be honest. I think the <laughs> thing is as well is like I think the game's been incredibly overhyped, a bit like um, Metal Gear Solid Five was, which I, I won't go into now. But that game really, really upset me. Um, but it has been incredibly overhyped. I mean, you would have thought that, you know, this this game is, like, better than sex. Like, there's no point even having relationships because you'll get this game and it will just change your life forever. And you won't even need to go to work. You'll just sit and play it and, you know, live on the dole and life would be good. But, um, it, yeah, I don't know. It's... So that's where I've been going wrong. I'm yeah, obviously exactly. going wrong going to work. I should just be um, By Uncharted playing 4. Uncharted 4. Yeah. That, that and, kind of game. And live my that... life in there. <laughs> yeah, so, kind of puts me off. So the other titles out this month uh, in the news, we've got uh, Total War Warhammer. 
We do indeed. <laughs> um. I mean, we're probably coming from like that. I know. I, I, I don't know how much everyone's up with Total War or Warhammer. I know that I've played a lot of Total War and I, I know Warhammer. Warhammer franchise quite well. Um, seeing it, I've played quite a few of their other games actually. Thinking about it and seeing it running on an engine like Total War is going to be very, very good. The the videos I've seen make it look epic. The reviews it are does look really super positive. shiny. You get uh, there's four different races that you can play with. You've got basically you've got the Empire, you've got dwarves, you've got vampire counts, and you've got orcs and goblins in the Greenskin army, which is pretty much a good starter. But they have planned for uh, a lot of extra armies to be put in. I think there's a chaos mm. expansion. Where are the Skaven run man thing? They'll there's a lot the of room to expand it. to. I mean, I so, think what it will was... probably come out as add-ons later. I imagine now they've got the franchise and they've kicked yeah. it off. It seems like a a perfect forum for the for Warhammer. Yeah, I mean, there's there's never been a a uh, well a direct copy of the Warhammer game into a into a video game. Um, yeah, it would work quite well as a turn-based game because it is a turn-based game. Um, but there, there's been attempts. There've been real-time strategy attempts, and uh, I think this one's going to be the most um, in-depth. Well, I think from the from the gaming perspective, I, mean, I don't know a lot about Warhammer, but um, I know that for a, a Total War game, a lot of people are saying it's really good because uh, basically the way a Total War game works, you have the overmap where you kind of you'll move your armies and you'll you'll take over sort of different countries or whatever. Um, but all the battles, it, right. it switches to a like a, a different screen. Like a kind of a battle screen, which will be a whole sort of landmass where you have, you know, you actually have these battles and you manage your individual uh, little armies. Um, and what this game does. I mean, how far Total can Wars, you drill down into the battle on Total War? Well, can you take over an individual manor? Is it units? Uh, well, it's a bit weird. You 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 have like a massive army battle on this sort of this battle map i suppose it's you know like a, a 3d sort of uh map um and you can you know you can put your troops like your archers or something on top of a hill and they can fire down at other people and they do more damage or that kind of thing from those kind of areas uh there's a lot of like min maxing to it and stuff but i think the reason that warhammer is so good for total war is that most total war games have you've had like the same options sort of whatever kind of like race or or group that you play they have like the same troops and the same kind of things so you can't uh, there's like obvious counters but with the races from warhammer they're very very different apparently in the way that they play yeah i've heard there's like just every race has its own advantages and disadvantages and they are really different the way you play each of the four races which is just awesome because certainly within Warhammer if you're playing at tabletop rolling dice and painting your miniatures each race is quite different and does have it, the different strengths and weaknesses I mean I know that one and of it's the nice weaknesses... to know that they've got that across I, mean, Actually, I know that I... with the you go 
Sorry. Oh, um, I was just going to say, uh, it, it's actually, this is one of the reasons why, yet again, I'm doffing my cap to Creative Assembly, the guys behind the game. Uh, because, uh, well done, guys, you tapped a market that is, let's be honest, long overdue. You'd think Games Workshop would have gotten round to this a little earlier, given how much kick there is going on here. And I'm, I haven't been in the Warhammer scene for a while, but it's not like you can ignore it when you're into tabletop gaming as well. It's, it's sort of a market you really want to see how it's going to go. And they're having a better time of it, because I know they took a bit of a knock early on. And I think this was a this is an inspired idea, and Creative Assembly have clearly put an awful lot of attention to detail to all of the different units. And yeah. if they can pull this off, I think they're going to end up with an incredibly solid profit and a really successful product in total. I really am looking forward to seeing how it turns out. I don't know if I'll be playing it, but you know, I'd really want to see how this turns out. I mean, I'd be very to be honest, I'm a bigger 40k fan, so I'd be looking forward to Total War Warhammer 40k. I'd be all over that. <laughs> well, now that you said it... <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to the future. Well, if this one does well, that's something they can look at. Yeah, oh, yeah. fingers crossed. There's a, they've got a well, lot you've of... got Dawn of War 3 coming out imminently. Mm. Look at the the trailers that they threw up at the beginning there. I was thinking, okay, let's see we're going to. And I thought that was actually kind of a that was that was sort of a dark trailer for the kind of thing kind of thing that they put up before. <laughs> Lots of you know all the falling bodies. You think, okay, who just went baroque? Oh, wait a minute, that's Space Marines in the nutshell. Sorry, I'll I'll forget what I said. But they really got the imagery there, and it was sort of haunting. Kudos to that. I mean, they've had, on Metacritic, it's got an 86. Um, so that's pretty high. Yeah, that is high. The highest was 98 from Power Unlimited, but I have no idea who they are. Um, user score, 7.4. I don't know, but there were, there was not that many sort of actual user reviews, really. Just because they're all too busy playing. Yeah. 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 They're too absorbed. I mean, from what I can see, most of the reviews are that are negative are like, well, three and three, two, one and zero. And what's that? Because they don't have the races that they want. It looks like people are moaning about <laughs> it being a reskin or stripped out features. Or I mean, it's very hard with Total War because I think the problem is is they've made games like Total War Empire, which had a lot of micromanagement, and then they have games like the original Shogun that are a lot more streamlined, um, and people like the different sort of play styles in it, and there's, you're going to have your hardcore and your, you know, your super, super hardcore that loved one certain type of game. But they, they seem to have a solid game engine, so yeah. I don't see why people are... No, if, if it's a solid game, it's a solid game. Uh, I agree. Of course there's going to be different features. It's got magic in it for a start. I don't remember there being that much magic in the Total War Rome. I don't think there's ever been magic in Total War before. Uh, that's, I mean, it's a whole new, yeah. a whole new text tree for the, the game to have to absorb and uh, all the uh, mechanics for it to be there for as well. 
And I think the thing is, it is underneath. Uh, it is a total war game. I mean, if you've if you've played every single total war game, you re seriously know what to expect. I mean, if you haven't played one for yeah, resource hungry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna want some freaking ram. Yeah. Pony up and get ready for it. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen the numbers. Think of the megabytes, damn you! <laughs> it is crazy though, isn't it? I mean, I had—I remember playing Empire and I had a pretty good PC at the time. And like, you press Enter for a turn when you've met like a few different em uh, empires or whatever, and you'd literally have to wait about ten minutes. Go off, get a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Exactly. That's power hungry. Maybe yeah. not ten minutes. That might be an over exaggeration, but uh, you know, a minute or something <laughs> is a long time. <laughs> Yeah, remember to call the missus, you're not coming home yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next? Yeah, what's, yeah. Cross what, what have we got next? Crossplay, yeah. Crossplay on Xbox One yeah. and PlayStation. So, I mean, it was... I'm it... very excited by that. I, I, I've only got an Xbox One at the moment, so I'm looking forward to playing with friends that have PS4s and no Xbox One. I mean, do you think it's a sign of the the death of the different consoles? The... It's it's a close close of the divide. Yeah. Because no, now it won't matter well, whether step in the right direction. Yes, for a unified gaming system where we're not them against us. I think it'll always be like that though. Can there we is all this just kind of... get along? No, we can't. <laughs> Well, it brings it more in line with the PC, uh, PC gaming. With PC gaming, people have Apple, they have Microsoft. They have I don't think of... Apple's going to be a problem anytime soon. Well, I'm not thinking of it as a problem. I'm just thinking of it as available formats to to run oh, yeah. things on. Mm. Um, so you you've got you don't have to have an Intel um, CPU. You can have yeah, some some other brands. Anything, yes, pretty much. I mean, it it comes down to whatever's really readily on the market, and believe me, they're likely to have their fingers in that pie. Yeah. So, <laughs> having Xbox and PlayStation become more like the PC gaming market, we've seen it already. The consoles, are to all all intents and purposes, they're a, a gutted gaming PC anyway. Yeah, they are, especially with this generation. The the gap between PC and console is is becoming increasingly smaller. Unless you're a Nintendo. Well, unless you're Nintendo, but pulling back the cartridge. Oh, but you, you never know what they'll do next year, though. But if you if you look at the cartridges nowadays, they they are effectively going to be solid state drives. It's going to be like the giant flash drive hard drives. Plug it in and go. God, it's going to be so quick, actually, the NX. Or, or that's... If I was building a games console... I'd love to see the NX the technology succeed. I'd look into. Mm -hmm. It would be nice to see them succeed, because, like, Nintendo have been doing this for ages, and it it would be a shame to see them fall out of the console market altogether. They, Nintendo's always been strong, a strong family console. Yeah, definitely. They used them well, though. Could they get rid of Mario? Please, love of Pete, get rid of him. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing his I little like face. 
You don't like your, your resident local Italian plumber? No, no, I've got nasty theories about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got oh theories God. about Mario, and I, you know what? Conspiracy I, yeah. theories about Mario. <laughs> oh, right, okay, think about it, right? Mario, he's this plumber, he is, he is really not happy with his job, his brother... He's taking some mushrooms into his, as he's doing a job, he's taking some mushrooms and he dreams that he's in this magical place where the only thing that looks like it might be attracted to him actually might, could be, despite, oh, the tiny little face. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> Just kill it with a shoe. Sorry, no. <clears throat> what about no, Yoshi? I, just think he's a, I think he's a bum. Do, do you like Yoshi? He's cute. No, they're all horrible. Oh, but he's no. a dinosaur. <laughs> he's sick. green. Yeah. He no. licks things. He probably licks mushrooms, actually. It's probably another reason to be concerned. How mu- the princess is a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was a peach. She doesn't look like a mushroom. I thought she was just... I don't know. I just remember there being a movie as well with Bob Hoskins. No, stop it. The mental yeah. barriers are going down. Right. John Leguizamo, man. So, uh... I mean, with, with crossplay, uh, going back to the crossplay, um, I think it'd be really good. Like, it would be really nice, like as, as Rami says, to like play with your friends. Because, I mean, I've got a PS4 and I can't play online with a lot of people. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they did it though, because you know you've got these different settings for partying up with people on different consoles. I don't know how they'd merge that. They'd, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see how it all comes together and once more mm-hmm. games adopt it. I mean, the sorts of titles that have been thrown around so far have been things like Rocket League, um, thing uh, games similar to sort of Grand Theft Auto. Um, Call of Duties, Battlefields. These are the sort. Watch. I would be very surprised if Blizzard. I haven't already started looking into ways and means of making it crossplay. I just wouldn't want to like include PC in that, because as a PC gamer, I know that if I played something like, I don't know, Overwatch on PC against Xbox and PlayStation Four gamers, it would be really easy to shit on them. Because I have a mouse that's really fast, and they have a controller that's a controller. You see what I mean? Yeah. I think some of them would argue with that. Really? Yeah, I actually believe console users, because they've known nothing else, and that's all they shot themselves up on. Yeah. I've kind of gone back to PC, and I've just realized that I'm having to relearn some kind of very basic skills here. But they've never stopped on there. And I've seen some folks do some, okay, admittedly interesting stuff. <laughs> get my thumbs working again, though. But, yeah, we'll still blaze them. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. Seek out yeah, the I mean, to be... race. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, to be fair, like, I mean, you, I think it's true. I mean, I think, I mean, I tried to play Counter-Strike on PC uh, with a mouse and keyboard. And I'm a lot better at shooting people on the console than I am on a on a PC nowadays. If it comes down to fine-tuning, it's because yeah. people working, playing on a PC can actually alter the sensitivity of their mouse. Mm. To alter the sensitivity, it's entirely dependent whether or not it's in the game mechanic for the console players, though. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sort of. I Some, can see. Yeah. You can. But Xbox have made inroads to that with their uh, Elite controller, haven't they? That's quite customizable yeah, and the, has different options. So the Elite, the Elite controller is incredibly customizable. Um, you can even set two different profiles for different games, so you can just flip between them. Um, right. But for the poor man, uh, there are things on the market called Game Freaks, um, little joystick attachments that you put on on top of the joystick you've got, which give you more leverage, so you get slightly yeah. better reaction times. I suppose at the same time, I mean, we're talking about like a more like only the more like higher competitive type of people that are gonna, you know, I mean, like I used to play League quite competitively, so I've got a really fast gaming mouse that I have on really high sensitivity because that's how I play that's how I used to play League of Legends but there's, there's not a lot of people that are like that I suppose you see what I mean I, I don't think there's a massive load of people that, that use really fast mouses or use an elite Xbox controller no the elite Xbox yeah, controller yeah it's going to be a small percentage it's called the elite controller because only a few people will buy it because it's it's quite an expensive bit of kit. You're looking about 130, 120, 130 quid. Well, does it not also wow. integrate with the um, the Oculus Rift and the Vive? I would imagine it probably will do. I imagine a basic controller will as well, but it's mm. also a PC gaming controller as well. Ah, that'll be so it, pretty. It is. <laughs> A very nice piece of kit, but they are immensely <laughs> expensive. Mm. Not the sort of thing if you uh, to buy if you suffer from game rage. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, that you just have to place it carefully down on the side, pick up your <laughs> other Xbox controller, and throw that across the room. I'm more that kind of and guy that sort pick of up the. Uh, I know that kind of guy that just writes passive-aggressive comments, like, in the chat, or, you know, <laughs> like, I don't really, like, insult anyone, I just do it very slyly, sarcastically. Anyway, <laughs> um, we should probably move on. Um, yes, right, I think that's crossplay pretty much covered for now. It's, it's still early days. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's probably a year off at least. Probably, probably worth too. keeping an eye on, um, but... It means that we can all play together. One day. Yay! I suppose next up we've got some brief news. Pretty disappointing. Uh, no Man's news. Sky. No Man's Sky has been delayed. Yeah. Very gutted. Surprise, surprise. I am really annoyed with this now. Surprise, surprise. Because I don't mind the delay. But it's now going to be launched in Europe on the 10th of August. And it, I think in America it's the ninth, um, and then in the UK the twelfth yeah. of August. Why do they keep wanting to release it two days after? I don't know. It's got to be some kind of reason. I what? saw I can't a think link of that hinted at why that could be the reason, and it, it's all to do with the release dates and fact retail imposed the uh, the release dates for the UK absolutely years ago when the the gaming market was first like taking off and, and like there were 
the first home computers and people buying games because at that point there was no organization to the supply chain yeah and it's uh, apparently all dixon's fault because they wanted to release marketing over the weekend for the new releases and with the games potentially coming out at any time they couldn't do that so they turned around to the suppliers and went no games come out on a friday in the uk that's how it is and it's... within six months it had pretty much come to that aside from the odd like really big titles that do have the 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 same day release as the the states and over here mm. the aside official from that official release release dates in the uk's are tuesdays and fridays for most titles and if it's an ea game it comes out on a thursday could they I thought that they had an exclusive deal with PS4 though, No Man's Sky. Like, could the to boost sales on the PS store? Why would they not release it at the same time in the UK as Europe uh, on the store, but later in the shops? That would have been a good uh, good way be, to undercut the shops. It must be a, to do with so regions. they're not because that would turn away a lot of people from the shop, I imagine, and they can't just turn around print all these discs and then no one buy them because they couldn't wait the two days. Yeah, I suppose I'm just thinking that PlayStation's more capitalist than... Well, actually, I suppose it's kind of, yeah, I suppose it would affect sales as well. Is it a PlayStation uh, developed product? Or is it... I mean, I know it's developed by Hello Games, but I'm just wondering who's funding it. I don't know if I'm just going to tell oh, who, topic who, who the publisher is. printing up the cash. Yeah. Uh, I don't actually know off the top of my head. I should know that. Yeah, I don't know. No, I just know it's Hollow Games and that they are a, a really small studio attempting this massively ambitious project. So mm. the fact they want to take the extra time to give us the best possible version of the game. Yes, I'm disappointed, but I, I'd rather wait and get the yeah. best possible version of the game. Because it's happened too many times in the past, recently, where games have been rushed out, and they've been basically broken. Almost to the point of unplayability in some cases. Whereas this, taking the extra time, they're not happy <laughs> with the polish. It, it's nice to see that they, they have taken that brave step of saying, no, we're going to delay it and we're going to do it right. What do you reckon, Ferg? <coughs> Ferg! Sorry. I have no idea. <laughs> to be honest, I, I really am anticipating No Man's Sky, but I... You know what? It just looks like it's going to be so in, intense. I, I, it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I just... I don't want to get my hopes up that high. Because yeah. otherwise it's going to drag me away from Elite Dangerous and that's the end of the story. <laughs> I'm really enjoying Elite Dangerous. I don't, I, think it I don't get nearly enough time on it, but oh, this, I don't think it would drag you away from Elite. I, I don't, no? I think, no, I think, I'm of the impression it will get, I think it will be fun and amazing, like the, the way, what it does as a, as a kind of experiment, but I think that it's going to get boring and repetitive really fast. I mean, I really want to play it, and I really want to get it, but I think it, it will have like a sort of shelf life. It won't be like a leash. I'm not convinced that I, 
I think they'll have things that will keep dragging you closer and closer to that center of the universe, and you will, you it will keep drawing you on, providing they've got <coughs> big enough hooks as you get closer in. I think it's going to have that. Oh, just get a bit further, just a bit further. It only takes forty hours apparently keep... if you if that's the main thing you're aiming for is to get there. If you really tried hard, take you about forty hours apparently. The what? In terms of like, if what, what I'm thinking is, if if Ferg's really into elite, which has, if you get really into it, probably has a really long shelf life, like an MMO. I'm not sure if like yeah. No Man's Sky is going to fulfil that itch for like an, someone that plays that kind of game like long term. I don't, I don't know if it will hold. Well, I also enjoy the kind of uh, the arcade type. I mean, I'm also, in, I mean, I'm just waiting for the next time they come out with a, a freelancer as well. Because freelancer was a big inspiration as well. Do you ever play X, uh, the X games? I tried, and I yeah. didn't get involved. I I kind of got dropped into the deep end X two, and I was <laughs> I was looking at the manual, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> at least it came with a manual. <laughs> buggery. Have you, have so... you tried Eve? Oh God, Eve. <laughs> Eve is a, a work it out yourself. There you go, there's the universe. Here's a web page. Off you go. I wish I had I, the time and no life for Eve. Like, I wish I had that much time to really get into it because it just. I'd love to get into that game. I've been put off Eve uh, in, for a short reason. Uh, apparently, the players. They've warned me away, like, you're going to turn up in a system and they're just going to gank you. You're going to be like, who the hell? Oh my god, I'm dead, and they're like a hundred times, billion times worse than I am. Okay, (laughs) fine. Just pay up and leave. Yeah, (laughs) that's not interesting. That's the joke about Eve's title, is that Eve stands for everybody versus everybody. (laughs) Ah, right. Good. (laughs) It's good if you can get a corporation running, but you. Unless you know the people in person, you generally can't trust anybody. I kind of like that, though. Like, gaming completely paranoid of everyone around you. Yeah, it just sounds like quite a lot of fun. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. It's like a psychological <laughs> thriller. So, looking forward. Uh, oh, moving on. Oh, God, I did something there. Sorry. Um... Yes. E3, we've got a few titles that have been announced as of the 27th of May. We do indeed. Um, should we just go through some of the, some of the main ones? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a shame that we, we are looking at getting spindles on one of these shows. Uh, maybe after E3, actually, um, to have a bit of a chat about things he's played, because he was at London Comic Con. But one game that he did mention that he had a go at, and which is going to be at E3, is the new Attack on Titan game. Um, yeah, you, he was saying it was quite it far along and a lot of fun. What kind of game was it again? I mean, I think he was saying it was sort of... Um, play, he was saying it was focusing on zipping around on the on the wires and taking down massive titans, which just sounds awesome fun. Is it like the human version of being a snow speeder and killing ATAT walkers? Assets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Battlefield <laughs> One. We've got Call of Duty as well. They've been confirmed. We already knew they were coming. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll look 
it'd be interesting to see how Call of Duty progresses in terms of public perception. Uh, uh, it's not doing well. Yeah. No. Yeah. How they're going to come back from that first video they released? Because wow, it's, that video is on about a million and a half everyone, reviews, didn't they? Actually, in fact, I, I'm quite intrigued to see uh, what the stats are on that now. <laughs> It's some somewhere near a million and a half. I think. Oh sh no! You know what? Half under half a million likes, and two and a half million dislikes. Wow! Ooh, Holy! People really oh. hate that game. Oh, oh, oh. Wow! Here's a quick message to the companies in, uh, involved. Uh, <laughs> let it die at long last. Just put it to freaking bed. <laughs> Sorry, just sorry. Just had to get that off my chest. Oh, thank you. I never liked it either, to be fair. Fuck them. <laughs> this, this horse is now well and truly dead. Please, please, please stop flogging it. <laughs> While you're at it, Mario, please. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you know. I mean, Battlefield One has got very positive reviews. We talked well reviews of the trailer. Um, and it could off the trailer pretty... video, just the video of it, <laughs> yeah. And people are already getting excited. Um, unlike Call it... of Duty, yeah. Oh, I, I, I wonder with Call of Duty, it's just because they haven't, they just haven't done anything particularly new for years. People are liking Call of Duty ones that are about eleven years old. You would have thought that you'd <laughs> constantly get more, like because. You always get new 11-year-olds, don't you? Yes, you they're the ones that like... keep on killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking rolls like the the every year. They're deadly. Oh, they're devastating. I, I got caught... Every year, man, there's going to be even more 11-year-olds because the population oh. in Europe keeps increasing. Oh, oh. Um, no. no it was we don't stand a chance. It was like fighting nuts. It was like, where the fuck did you come from, you little <laughs> creep? And they just chatter on the on the background radio. Oh no, terrifying! It's it's what it. Wow, they're really good at it. <laughs> so oh. next on the list is Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I love just my cyberpunk. Deus Ex, it's. Um, it's it. We're always going to be comparing it to the original game, and I think that's really unfair because yeah. those that do remember the original game had a very different experience to the people that are being introduced to a brand yeah. new yeah. cyberpunk experience, and they're trying to do this without having to expect all these kids to go out find emulators for dead machines or really kind of get that thoroughly engrossed in Steam. But it has it's, got. There has been a remastered version on Steam by some, like a on the workshop actually of the original. It's still old school. Oh yes, and the 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 opportunities to actually go through a game and not actually kill anybody, other than the three main people that actually must die. <laughs> other than that, uh, I mean, the, awarding the players for the that, I was fight. very happy with that idea. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the boss fights in. Um, the last one that we had, they, they you had to kill them, and that was it. There was the three boss fights. 
could actually kill yeah. the bosses and you it doesn't go against you. So technically, I mean, I thought I thought it was good the last one. I mean, I thought they did a good job. It, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it the first time I played it. I tried playing it subsequently and, and wasn't as into it. But it's it was a good game. It was a good like attempt at doing a more modern version of the original. I suppose. It's different. <laughs> um, yeah. If that even makes sense, that sentence. But you you know what I mean. It yeah. was it was a good attempt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, the new Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Ooh, Check. well excited. Is it Fifteen already? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I do, I do love my Final Fantasy games. They were great up until about it, it 10. It does. <laughs> They went a bit weird. Yeah, up until 10, they were brilliant. Which one was 11 it, it again? It does feel very, um, very bromancy, this one, though. Oh, yeah. Chilling with your bros in your car. Yeah. I mean, is it literally you just play the four, the four guys no. through the well, whole game, or are they going to introduce more characters? Because I, I loved all the... Special For me, characters. the Final Fantasy series. I love Seven, and I loved all the different characters that, that you could play. I think... And... I don't know. I think it's going to be that um, apparently there are females in the game. <laughs> um, and they do, <laughs> they do join your party for a period of time. Um, and apparently the whole party dynamics in terms of the conversation changes and the Characters act differently when a female's in the their presence is what the director said. Um, it, it becomes less of a sausage fest. Yeah, and probably an alpha male fest or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I think you know, I, I I think there'll be a lot of characters that come in and out, but I think they'll be your main. The four guys will be your main kind of. The four guys group. are the main. Yeah. Stay. I mean, I think the main characters meant to be. He's meant to marry this female. I think she's called. Is she called Luna or something like that. She's it meant to marry. It could be Luna, yeah. Yeah, he's he's meant to marry her one day, and there's some kind of. I mean, it's a weird game. They're pushing a lot of stuff into this because they're gonna have a film out called Kingsglaive that's meant to come out before the game comes out. Um, they've got the anime that's been coming out on the their Square Enix YouTube, I think. I haven't actually watched it yet. I've only watched the first episode of that. Are there more episodes out yet? I don't know, actually. There's meant, they're meant to keep pushing them out up until release. I think there's meant to be six episodes by the end of it. I think. I can't remember now. They did a whole Final Fantasy thing like a month or two ago where they released loads of info. Yeah. But the film's As got, I say, like, I'll be really intrigued to see how it goes. If it flops, then their Final Fantasy VII remake has got to, like, save them. do well. Yeah. Their last ditch attempt to save the series. Yeah. So, next up, we've got the new Legends of Zelda, which we talked about briefly, with Nintendo doing their strange decision to stream it live from the show. Yeah, I'm the assuming game they're, like, they're bringing. Are we going to see the whole game? Gonna, I'd like to say they're not going to stream the whole game because that would be counterproductive. From what I've heard, actually, it's a 90-minute playthrough. Right, so it'll be a dungeon then. 
Yeah, but maybe it'll be the intro in the first dungeon or something. I mean, I mean it's hard with Nintendo. I'd love to play the next Zelda, but I can't. I, you know, I can't justify buying a a Wii U at the moment. Buying a console for yeah, one game. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the Mar Mario Kart's great as well with friends and things, but I mean, it's a lot of money to. And it's it's the sad thing about Nintendo. They make some really good games, but their third-party games don't generally seem to be that good they, overall. They're just not getting the support anymore, are they? They they've kind of scared off all the third-party developers quite quite considerably. Do they? But they just don't release consoles with decent, you know, sort of graphics. I mean, I know that shouldn't define a console, but it it is an issue. I don't know. But then they must make more profit than PlayStation or Xbox because the the hardware won't cost as much. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd love It'll be interesting to, to see back. how the NX is received. Mm. It's going to be a step back and a step forward at the same time, I think. Do you know anything about it? Not a lot. I know it's going to be cartridge-based, and all I've got really is my own speculation. What's your speculation? Well, the, the, yeah. the cartridges will be... S SSDs, basically. SSD drives, basically. So you SSDs. can fit massive amounts of game data on there and have really high-end high high games. End games. They're going to cost a pretty penny, though. I wonder if they're gauging the market the way they think it's going with consoles. In order to compete, yeah. they're going to have to take on a lot of titles, unless, of course, they're really limiting their market. I mean, to be fair, in a lot of cases, Nintendo have aimed very strongly towards their own Japanese market, and fair play to them, because that's exactly the people that are paying for them immediately. Once they've satisfied their costs through, through Japan, Anything they sell abroad is essentially a profit. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there's there's a logic in there. I just haven't quite got it yet. But that's that's actually again that's actually pure speculation. But that's all I can really observe from the situation. So I'm kind of jumping to my own conclusions here. If you get what I mean. I mean yes. I just, yes. I mean I just think you know maybe don't make a controller that is a massive bloody screen like. That on its own <laughs> probably costs a hundred quid. Like just a a really logical, like you know, objective view on how to like make a controller for a console that's meant to be for a you know a family a family based console. I mean, it does have its advantages. I can. I... It does. I mean, it is. But could they not have used the 3ds as as the second screen? You know, like plug it in as a controller and and have the game show up on the 3DS instead of it being. I don't know. I, I'm not a techie. Well, I'm yeah. not on the side of tech. Uh, oh, go for it. Sorry. Um, talking of tech, uh, Titanfall Two. I missed uh, the first one. I have massive no idea robots. What Giant water uh, tanks, basically. It's basically the evolution of Mech Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Can't improve on perfection. 
but the uh... <laughs> what is this you speak of? One Organs of the problems not. a lot of players had <laughs> with Titanfall One was that the storyline was well woven very loosely into the multiplayer. There wasn't a standalone storyline. Which, for me, was, it was a really big shame. It was all about the multiplayer. And I, I still like my stories and still like uh, playing through campaigns, unfortunately. So right, we've um, it's a case of waiting and seeing what it's going to be. But I, th- I have a sneaking suspicion there's going to be more to, more to the game than there was in the first. I do hope so, because what I played at the first one, it was great fun, but again, just... It got very repetitive. Too very much quickly. of a singular fo- focus. Yeah, that's what I found. It's literally, right, well, I've done this several times. I want something new now. Yeah, I I, did, I tried to type for a little bit at a friend's house. It's For me, it just felt like, okay, max shoot a game... It's fun, but it's not necessarily something that I personally would like be too excited about. I suppose, but that's just that's just me. Uh, next, we've got Mafia Three. Yeah, has anyone actually checked this out? I uh, haven't at the moment. A little so. bit. Um, I kind of. I used to work on tech support once upon a time, and I remember the original Mafia game when that came out, and that was actually quite fun to work with. Um, Rockstar? Was it Rockstar? Um, was either Rockstar, Take Two? I can't remember. Either way, it was... Um, sorry, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. <laughs> but um, no, they were really fun to work with, um, doing tech support for it, because the E would usually be something particular. Um, but it's... Uh, no, I remember having like doing test play, trying to find bugs, like recreating some of the problems, and some of those problems you have to just basically run around, break stuff up, <laughs> try and get bits and pieces. Um, and yeah, that seemed it was a really nice engine. I quite I really like the fluidity of it. I like the speed cap on those old cars. That was lovely. <laughs> I really hyped about Mafia Three. Uh, I'd recommend anyone to play Mafia 2. Um, I can't remember what it came. It definitely came out on PC. I played it on PC. Really, really good game. Like, there, it's a lot of people like compare it to GTA, but it's actually got a really linear story. It's got a big world. Kind of unfair. Yeah. <sighs> it's very story based, and it goes through like the years as well. Like you get a bit older and things happen. But I'd highly recommend it. But the the new one is about a um, a, uh, a black guy um, who is part of kind of a... I don't, I don't know if he's black, actually. He might be Hispanic. But he's, he's part of like a, a his own kind of mafia group. And I think something happens to his dad. And he's out seeking revenge. And he sort of builds up his own kind of, kind of crew. And it goes from there, really. But it deals with a lot of like um, issues during the time. So I think it deals with racism and it deals with various other issues. I think things related to the, the Vietnam War as well. I think maybe the main character was in the Vietnamese War. Oh. Um, but I think it'll be really good. Like, you know, the Mafia 2 is really... I honestly recommend anyone to check it out because it's, it's a bit of a hidden gem. I don't think it was... I think it was fairly popular when it came out, but it wasn't, like, 
I don't know what what it came out with alongside at the same time, but it was a really good game. So the last one on right. the list is ukulele. Yeah, did anyone what, ever no? play banjo kazooie? Ukulele. I loved banjo kazooie. I, I played a lot of banjo kazooie. I loved that game as well. And, and it, it it really sucked me in. Great I fun. I have most of them sat on the shelf over there waiting to be replayed. Well, the Banjo Kazooie games. Excellent. Yeah, they they got re-released as part of the rare replay on the Xbox. Uh, oh awesome. no way! Yep. Brilliant. Yeah, I I absolutely so, love uh, the Banjo Kazooie games. But so it, is ukulele. It, is this another kind of duo animal uh, kind of combo? It's a, it's a spiritual successor made by a lot. I think a lot of the old school rare devs um, that have just formed their right. own studio and done a Kickstarter. It's actually recently just beat the crowdfunding on Kickstarter that Elite Dangerous got. But it's the most funded wow. Kickstarter game in the UK. So it just beat Elite Dangerous May the 16th. That's saying something. Yeah, it raised that one, is very one impressive. and a half million. I think. Oh no, yeah. One on, uh, 1. 1.6. <laughs> That's a sales pitch in and of itself, isn't it really? Yeah. Um, it's coming out on PC, Mac, Linux, Xbox One, PlayStation 4 and Wii U. So, it's and it's going to come out this year. Apparently. So, across the board. Excellent. Then. Yeah. On, on but every, what I want you know, to know is Mm. What the two animals are? No do, idea. We, do we know that yet? Got the horse. We shall have to wait and see. It might be monkey. No, are, are we going to guess at some uh, animal combinations like... that could be quite fun? I mean, they've got pictures of them. Bug looks... scorpion. It looks like yeah. I, I, mean, it... I haven't even seen the pictures. Oh, I just, well... I'm just throwing randoms out there. I have no idea. <laughs> it's like a. It looks like a chameleon with a bat on his head. A chameleon with a bat on his head? Yeah. Uh, like the bat's gonna the quickly birds, look for almost. This now. Like Banjo I think I think it's going to play very similar to Banjo Kazooie, to be honest. Okay. But, well, it looks bright and colourful. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it looks like it, uh, looks like it could be quite good. But it will be, be great good. fun. On um, publishing's handled by Team Seventeen, the guys that did Worms, and the um, yeah the the Alien Breed stuff as well. Oh, they did the so Alien Breed memory. franchise, didn't they? Yeah, they they revamped it for the a lot of three. Alien Breed. Oh, oh, good. They they upped it. They kept it as a uh, top-down isometric shooter, uh, but you can rotate the scenery oh, now, boy. and it was absolutely. Gorgeous oh. to work with. It was fluid as you like, and the multiplayer was a treat. Sorry, can't say enough nice things about it. And I just remember the original Alien Breed '98 <laughs> edition back on the Amiga 500, which was just yes. Yeah, it was exactly it. what I wanted. Absolutely loved they, it. They nailed it. Just saying. Totally. <laughs> So, I mean, that's that's all the kind of E3 stuff. I mean, there, there's also Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness, which 
we won't go into now, but I mean, I'm looking forward to that, and I, I'll probably do a little review on it at some point. But it's a bit, it's a bit out there. It's kind of a Japanese RPG. I do like my Japanese RPGs, though. You might like. I'm on a lot Black Dragon. Black Dragon. I haven't played that. You mean Blue Dragon? Oh, sorry, Blue Dragon. Blue Dragon. That was the one. I haven't played Nino Kuni. Mm. Nino Kuni's a lot of fun, and that's Studio Ghibli. Lost so Odyssey was a great game. I love on my there. Studio Ghibli stuff. But I mean, anyway, that's that's kind of the E3 stuff. Um, I mean, what are we looking forward to? I and mean, I think we've already um, talked a little bit about. Um, we've already talked a little bit about uh, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. So I suppose we don't really need yeah. to go into any more detail about that. No. Probably a bit better to talk about it closer to its launch in August. Yeah. I mean, we would have got all hyped yes. about that now. But... I mean, it... <laughs> it's, it's still if weird. it was still coming out on June the 24th, yeah. then uh, it, it would have got a bit more airtime. But we've got till August now. I'm sure we'll keep coming back to it because we are looking forward to it. I mean, but, we'll uh, probably do The is... other big game... I mean, we, 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 me and Rami will probably do a kind of sort of little let's play of the first hour or something at some point of No, no Man's at Sky. At least an hour. We'll, we'll see probably how, a lot more, how long yeah. we record for that. Yeah. yeah. We'll probably how, play how more after we record, us. but yeah. Actually, or just record it for ages. Sorry, anyway, carry on. Yeah, there's a game June 28th, The Technomancer. By Studio uh, Spider Studios, uh, I'm, I've actually I've pre-ordered it. I'm really looking forward to it because I loved what they did with um, Mars War, uh, Warlogs, and it's basically that very same. If you played that one, this is an expansion of that universe, and it's ooh, it does look like a nice bit of RP, like a third-person RPG, oh, really? like uh, melee ooh, combat, I do like my powers, RPGs. things like that. Yeah, this one's really, this one oh. tagged me straight off, and it's a cyberpunk, sci-fi kind of investigation. Check out, check out the uh, the trailer for it, it really oh my God. It, it well. stuck me straight away. Uh, Steam's got two videos, right. and I'm, I have got to confess, this is something, again, I'm really kind of pumped for. I haven't heard anything about this. Yep, came out of the blue. No, room, I haven't I... yet, that sounds amazing. First I heard about it was quite literally just the other day while my computer was freaking working and I saw it on Steam and it just was flacking across the top and I went, uh, yoink, let's have a look at you. And uh, yeah, it sold me straight away. I've, I've already pre-purchased. I'm in the... Wow. I, I, I wow. watched the video on it. It's, is, what's the, the... Is it quite story-based? Does it have like yes. a... Does it have like a Bioware-type story kind of interaction or like can you I don't know how, how does that have choice and all that kind of thing I think there is a certain amount of choice I've got a sneaking suspicion it's leaning maybe a little towards the um, uh, our, uh, mass effect area but Good. it might be just limited choices for the dialogue but uh, uh, they haven't really kind of put any of that in the video as such but they have got yeah, various ways that you can solve problems. So you can use sneaky, wade on through. 
And you mentioned that there was it's set in the same universe, another game. What game's that? Um, Mars, Warlogs. Warlogs. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, basically it's set on Mars. And the... Uh, um, think back towards the kind of Red Faction-esque dystopia on Mars. We've kind of colonised it. We're deeply ensconced in it. And there's a very distinct class system going on. And essentially, uh, it follows uh, characters throughout. In this case, the Technomancer is about the spearhead units of the local military. These guys are designed to go out there and deal with problems that that directly affect Mars as a whole. So, Ooh. Yeah. Would you recommend people to play um, Mars Warlocks uh, before... Or playing the new one, do you reckon? Do you reckon it's it's worth a look at? Because I mean, it seems very, very positive reviews on uh, Steam overall. I would. That game. Uh, I, yeah, I would. If you if you'd really like, I mean, uh, it's kind of a one of those questions. I'd go with yes because keeping in mind it's an early. It was an indie game when they produced it. I think Spider Studios has like three titles to the name at the moment. Okay. And Technomancer is going straight up there and it looks great. They've put a lot of work into it. Um, and for an early, you know, for what is essentially going to be a debut in a big way for them, this is, it's a nice starter. Um, but uh, I liked Mars Warlogs. It was a lot simpler. It was, it, but it does have a progressive storyline. It's still an RPG. And there's a lot of interaction for the player involved. I'd say there's easily 28 hours worth of gaming in there if you like to scour into all the corners. Oh. Looting away and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. yes, and you get you get more story about the story on Mars. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy it. And I only... <clears throat> yeah, I haven't even finished it. That's the worst part. But... Uh, <laughs> is, it, what, what's, is it coming out on PC or is it, is it coming out on anything else or...? Uh, I don't know about the others, but it's definitely on Steam. And uh, last I time think I checked, it's it was definitely 15% on Xbox off. One as well. Um, I kind of hope it is. Um, it would deserve to be there. Uh, I believe it is coming out on Xbox One as well. And PS4, apparently. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Ah, well, excellent. So, go, be free, my prince. Yeah. It's coming That's... out this month. Uh, this it's well, the, yeah, yeah, the end of the, it's twenty eighth of June. Here we come. God, it's the same day that Lego Star Wars was released, right? Uh... Which is the next title? Um, oh yeah. Been Sorry, I've made my decision. <laughs> there's no. been been some news on the release of Lego Star Wars. Um, it's going to have loads of characters in it. All the characters from the new film. There's going to be a Hoth pre-order pack available, where you get the Hoth character uh, when pre-ordered at uh, game stores in the UK. Uh. Um, there's uh. new mechanics in the game from the they released a new trailer with with game mechanics in it, and it looks like it's going to be the best Lego game yet. Basically, uh, basically they've put in uh, a season pass on it. So uh, there's exclusive new story levels. I'm assuming that's where they're going to come from. They explain backstories <coughs> about uh, how Han got his new ship when he turns up looking for the Falcon. Um, their puzzle system for sol uh, for 
getting through the game. There are uh, uh, gated puzzles, basically, where you have to solve the puzzle. There's going to be multiple ways to solve them now. Um, so it adds an extra level of replayability to each level. Um, there's going to be one thing I saw on it. One thing I saw on it as well was uh, the fact that even the bad guys are going to start using the bits and bobs of Lego to build their own uh, responses to stuff you're doing. Yes, so uh, they'll be like build. They build stuff now as well, which is yes, really there's been, cool. Yes, been an improvement to the AI in the game, so that they will build to to fight back. Uh, also, a, a new a new uh, feature is uh, cover. You can use cover like a cover-based shooter, such as Gears of War or Division. So uh, it's awesome. going to be a very interesting game. Space combat. I believe that's in as well. Um, yep, ship-to-ship -ship combat sections where you can fly the... Uh, I would assume you can fly the Falcon from the pictures that I've seen. Oh, I was really impressed when I saw that, actually. I mean, I, I'm not sort of the biggest LEGO uh, game player. I've I've been trying out the new Batman one, but... Uh, well, I don't know how new it is now. But um, I've, I've been playing that a bit. But the, the space combat stuff in it looked really cool, actually. I was, like, quite impressed that they were going that kind of... It's, all out. It's very reminiscent to the um, yeah. fighter squadron mode in Star Wars Battlefront, but maybe really? like it. That's what it looks like. I don't think it's going to be multiplayer. It'll be uh, most likely co-op, uh, local co-op, um, you against AI. But it it was very reminiscent of of uh, Star Wars Battlefront's flight uh, fighter squadron. Sorry. I think they've got a very good. And it's nice with that it will well. support local co-op. All Lego games support local co-op. I know I... that it, that seems to be coming rarer nowadays. So it is nice yeah. to actually get that you can play with a friend sat on the couch. I miss that. I think there is a real hook with it, though. You know, I mean, the fact that it's going to have uh, some backstory to some of the things in the film. Which you never would have heard about, so that's that's a really good hook for like Star Wars fans, I'd say. That's good. Right. So, shall we move on to the review section next? Yeah. Ooh. So, I suppose you could talk a bit about Overwatch. I don't know yeah. who's played it. I mean, I know I've been playing me it. Dead have. <clears throat> I've been playing it quite a lot. You've played a bit more than me, I think. I've I played for. I'll probably put six hours into it or something now. That's about it. I've probably put a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I've watched you playing it, Dad. Yes. Um, there, there's a few tactics that are becoming a little bit obvious now. Um, certain team makeups seem to do particularly well, especially on the escort the uh, payload missions. The basic tactic is plant a bastion on top of it with a Reinhardt shielding him with a healer behind them. And that's pretty much all you need. There's literally one ca healer sh character right. as well who is the absolute god, which is the dancey guy. The a he does AoE heals really? all the time. I think he's amazing. I think he's absolutely amazing. Ah. But again, it's like... I, I find Overwatch as frustrating as I found League of Legends at times, because if you have a stupid team, 
and you play like a healer, healer <laughs> champion, like, and he's really squishy, and your tank keeps running off on his own, not not with the group, and you're kind of like, who do I stick with? My group keeps separating. You just like literally, if you've got a clever en- like enemy team, they'll literally go straight for the healer, knock you out, and then you'll just lose everything. Always kill the healer. Yeah, exactly. Healers it's... have to die. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing. It doesn't seem like a lot of people playing the game probably how it should be played, for fun. Um, yes. And then you've got horrible people like me and potentially dead who like the idea of playing roles in a certain way that maximizes your chances to win. And I have mental breakdowns playing games like Overwatch because people don't understand the basics sometimes and it upsets me quite a lot. It's a very fun <laughs> game. Um, yeah. Yes, I've worked out yeah. tactics that seem to work quite quite well. Um, but yeah, you were definitely much... slain it as Bastion dead. It is very much a case of hoping everyone else has the same idea, unless you're all on team chat. The other thing as well is like the best way to play it, it seems, is to play with a couple of friends and just fill the gaps in your team, because... A lot of people just want to play a, a damage champion, and a lot of the time you'll just lose the whole match if everyone plays what they want. So, yeah, I was playing with a friend, and we just we kept having to play tank and healer, and we won a lot of games doing that because it we is going to have uh, elements of uh, team makeup. It will become a team-based game where you, um, some people like the the big Warcraft teams. That you've got running for raids, like the the world first raiders and all that sort of uh, the big clans. That's what I'm looking for. They will set up um, five man teams, and they will play specific roles. They'll have a tank. They'll have a healer. They'll have a couple of damage dealers. Well, that's what I want to do playing it because I'm already getting annoyed. <laughs> that's but... just because of my <laughs> the way I am with these kind of games. I get quite competitive. I I kind of foresee it being part of Blizzard's BlizzCon um, convention. It'll be, there will be Overwatch uh, championships. It's got the making of an eSport. It's got a lot of similarities to games like League of Legends, even though it's a very different game. Like, There's a lot of like basics you pick up in a MOBA or various other games that are very pivotal in this. about you know, Or, or World of Warcraft in terms of your team makeup, like positioning, like protecting certain champions, and all that kind of stuff, really. I can see people getting very competitive in it, to be honest. Yeah, from what I played on the beta, you could just see it screaming out to be an eSport. Yeah. So. I wonder- my my kind of catch is, does it have the longevity that things like World of Warcraft's had? Because, let's be honest, Blizzard, you're introducing what now? Where are you going with this? Ah, well... <laughs> I'm just what, asking. I mean, first person ah, shooter. What, what, what you need to look at is not to look at World of Warcraft. Look at League of Legends. Like, or Counter-Strike. Because yeah, oh, I'm looking at this as though it's a, like a first person shooter MOBA. And I'm kind of like going, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't say it's, I mean, it's not really a MOBA, but it's Isn't got, it? it's got <laughs> elements of a MOBA in it, I suppose. Isn't like, it? Are you sure? Come yeah. on. 
No, oh, I mean it's first-person shooter mobile light. I wouldn't say it's that, but I mean it's. I'd actually say in some ways it's like a shooter Warcraft. Like there's a lot of things. I don't know. It's got it's got elements for MOBA as well because you've got a hell of a lot of champions. But yeah, it's. I think people could get into it competitively. I really do. I oh, think I, it has I, got no, I totally agree. I think you're absolutely right. I think competitively speaking, it's exactly what I mean. Come on, StarCraft Two. Yeah. <laughs> the, the competitiveness on that. I I tried to troll a couple, like go through some of the uh, StarCraft Two uh, videos online. I was like, come on, oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Uh, yeah, I kind of stopped after about an hour. That was tough going. They they <laughs> are particularly good at playing StarCraft Two. God, yes, they the are. The players are like machines. Yeah. Gary, <laughs> absolutely terrifying. Loved it, but it wow, you can only take so so much for so long. <laughs> it's not easy to maintain a position on the league chart. Definitely. No, no, I can't imagine it. Yeah. Wow. So next up, um something for Ferg. Uh Uh-oh. Ferg has been playing Subnautica. Oh yes, yes. Um uh, Unknown Worlds. Um, pulled one right out of the really done a wonderful job on this game um, so Nautica is you've crash landed on an ocean world uh, your <coughs> ship has just fallen out of space and you are going to have to fend for yourself big time uh, and that is literally the premise of the game the story hasn't been introduced uh, but they've dropped little hints around now as they're building the game. It's in early access at the moment, so there's a lot that's being developed. And uh, but, but it has become my go-to game. I've got a couple really? of videos up there already. Yeah, oh yeah, it's um it's it's such a calm game. You can have you can just float around picking up resources, just grind away. You can do that all relatively easily. There's an a real urge to build do more at the moment you can do console mode so you can actually just build stuff up see how your map turns out um but if you want to try and really play through it on something like the survival mode where you know health having to eat and all the rest of it you're going to plow hours into this game and there are going to be parts that are going to really challenge you and you're going to be glad for every upgrade you can get (laughs) so effectively Um, underwater minecraft not really with the mining as such, but yes, in the sense that you are going to have to manage resources, you are going to have to build your own boat, a little terraria a bit, but it's entirely first person, ah. uh, and it's set up for VR, which um, I, it's, and the game is gorgeous, it really is, um, the animation is fantastic. I've, I've been it's... eyeing it up on Steam for about a year and a half, but I haven't really dived dived in for it. I've been looking um, at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been checking it out. Keep keeping a little eye on it. Well, it's just it's just going up on Xbox as well. Oh really? Yes. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Is there an early access for it on Xbox One? I believe so. Ooh. Oh, that's good news. They have early access. I'll have a look at that then. Well, there's there is a version of Subnautica available on the Xbox One. Yeah, Brilliant. no, they do have early access. What was the uh, the other one I, I noticed for early access? Uh, Ark. Ark Survival Evolved's on... been up for a while. Yeah, 
on early access for Xbox. Uh, and there was another survival game, The Long Dark, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Was that was early access. I don't know if you can get early access games on PlayStation 4, to be honest. I don't think it's a thing. Ah. I really don't think it is a thing. That's interesting. That, I'm surprised they're missing a trick there. Really are. Elite Dangerous, that was early access. On that the on Xbox, Xbox One. as well? Yeah. I don't think that's on PlayStation 4, actually. I'll double check. Sudden silence. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Yeah, what I don't, I don't think... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think PlayStation probably supports uh, early access games overall. I, I don't think they do. Although they've got a lot of exclusives with indie developers, so that's probably where they're getting the the other. That's probably where they're getting the benefit. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting the inroads there. So the other review we've got is again from Ferg on Infested Planet. Oh, um, Infested Planet, (laughs) lovely tactical one. It's um, kind of like tower defense games where. In this case, your towers can move. Instead of actually being towers, they're basically little soldiers, and you make, you're dealing with hives. Walloping hives that mm-hmm. litter the ground, and they will stream towards your base. It's up to your marines to keep them in check. Now, you have access... Uh, upon taking hives out, you have access to currency, and you can build up new... Uh, you can get new troops... Upgrade the ones you've got to things like shotguns, sniping rifles, all that good stuff. Build other buildings, have choppers, which are insanely useful, and all the way up to the big puppy siege cannon. I, oh, oh, you put that down, there's so much hurt going out if you get it right. Um, In uh, fact, you've, si- got a, you've got a review on the wonky span, haven't you? I think. Uh, I think... Yeah, I think I tried to put it up there. I don't know how that actually can turn out. Do you know what it is? It's it's up there. Yeah, I've seen it. I have to have a chat with how you did that, because I've done some Let's Plays recently, and I haven't got them on front page, so I should attempt to do that. Oh, uh, I'll probably answer that one. I think I did it entirely by accident. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I have no idea how I did that. Um, Yes. Uh, yeah, check with check with Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one point I managed to up like fifty nodes in entirely by accident, just by trying to create a document. I have no idea how I did it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's up there. It's up there. There's Hitman Beta as uh, Beta as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah that was you as well. That's yeah. Up there. Um, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, drown drown him in the toilet. What? I, uh, I drowned the target in the toilet. In Hitman. <laughs> yeah, on, oh, right. on the Hitman beta. That's yeah. brilliant. Uh, it's definitely yeah. a good selling point for people to watch it. Like, drowning the target in the toilet. That sounds pretty, yeah, I, pretty I interesting. Him, yeah, I poison him, and then basically, as he, he goes to the toilet to be sick, and while he's in the toilet, I just, yeah, okay, knock his knees out and shove his face down the toilet. And that's <laughs> that. And there's an achievement for it. Nice. So, yeah. That's brilliant. It's, it's lovely jubbly. 
But uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's such a gorgeous game. Really is. <laughs> Lovely game. And then we've got the lineup for Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus. Well, for Xbox. Mainly Xbox Live. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they seem to have got their list out nice and early. Uh, this month coming uh, for June 2016, we're looking at Costume Quest 2 on the Xbox One, Goat Simulator on the Xbox One. Uh, Costume Quest, sorry, is running from the 16th to the 15th of June. May 16th oh. to the 15th of June. I'll yeah, right that's already out from May, but they, of course, run them for halfway through the month to halfway through the next month so that kind of rolls over uh next up is goat simulator so that's june the first june the 30th yay which from what i've been told <laughs> is an incredibly silly game oh yes and then uh the next game on xbox one is the crew which is going to be june 16th to uh, july 15th so that'll be a multiplayer racer for everyone to play 360 titles this month are Super Meat Boy, which is June the 1st to June the 15th, and XCOM Enemy Unknown from June 16th to June 30th. Good game. I loved XCOM Enemy Unknown. Pumped so many hours into that game. And the, the add-on Enemy Within. Absolutely loved it. They are but great I, games. I've been a massive XCOM fan since... Uh, you play the original... Uh, yeah, absolutely oh, loved so it. Good. So many hours on that. I was really Just young when so I played brilliant. that. I must have been about, I don't know, eight or something when I played it. And God, it was it was a it seemed like such a big, amazing game, like so massive because you could like land oh, anywhere on brilliant. the earth. And so XCOM got me through the nineties. Oh, I fucking yeah, hate the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so, if it weren't uh, for that game, seriously, guys, I would be in a different state of mind, I swear. <laughs> right. I love that game for the beard. The rumoured PlayStation Plus games this month, because uh, yeah. there haven't, hasn't been a, uh, an actual post about it yet, uh, is NBA 2K, I would probably assume 15. Um, yeah. It's one of the NBA games. <laughs> Basketball. There you go. Uh, and Gone Home. Yeah, I mean, these are quite interesting. I mean, I don't know much about basketball. Uh, I'd quite like to give it, give this game a go, though. It looks really realistic, the way it looks. Um, but apart from that, I don't have much to comment on that. Um, but Gone Home looks really uh, quite interesting. It's quite a short... I think it's quite a short game. And uh, you're kind of a character who returns home and none of your family are there and you're kind of walking around the house looking at, looking at objects and kind of finding stuff out about um, about what's happened and about your sister and um, it, it's something I, I, I will probably do a let's play of if it is indeed coming out in June Ah, that's good, well I look forward to watching that uh, Yeah, I, li I like games that lend themselves to kind of a bit Quite story based, and I think it, it could be a good one to do if it is indeed, indeed happening. And that actually segues uh, quite nicely into the, the next section, which would be the events section, and uh, us actually booking a bunch of stuff. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
generously. Yeah. Up, upcoming <laughs> Let's Plays on the site, on the wonky spanner. So, I mean, we've got a mix of stuff. Um, I mean, I've been doing Life is Strange, which should be coming out every week. I mean, I've, I've actually recorded all of it now. I probably shouldn't say that, but it's all been recorded. So it should be coming out one a week. I found it a really interesting game. It starts off incredibly pretentious, and it's the main character is obsessed with taking selfies, so you can see how it would be quite off-putting for anyone above the age of 17. 12. 12. Having said that, you know it's very hipster and all that kind of rubbish at the beginning, um, but as it moves on, it actually gets a lot more serious and a bit more... I wouldn't say complex, but it, it, a lot of things happen in the story. It deals with some quite serious issues, such as bullying, rape, um, you know, uh, and sort of psychotic <laughs> and dead bodies. Um, it's and so not not a game to go to your happy place to with, right? No, honestly, <laughs> I mean, you know, when, when when people watch it, they'll see the actual change in tone of not just the game but the way I'm reacting to it, because the first one I'm kind of joking about a bit, and then slowly you get progressively more kind of, oh shit, what is going to happen? Like, you know, it becomes a lot more intense, even as a, a player, just the way it whole, all kind of... Just the darkness sets in. Oh, horror, yeah. The horror. And there is a horrible choice in that game that, that you know, I probably chose wrongly and quite selfishly, but I'll leave that to... Which episode's that choice in, sir? Just so we can be uh, aware of it. It's in the last one, actually. <laughs> oh, well, um, well, that but, works I mean, out well. So, yeah, you're going to have to watch them all. Well, you're going to have to watch them all. But I'd, I'd definitely recommend... Because you, you need to have the context behind it. So. <laughs> yeah, and I'd, I'd, I'd recommend... I mean, to be honest, this is not going to help myself and people actually watching it, but if if you do watch the first episode and think it's, it's interesting, maybe go away and play it yourself, because it is... If you can't be bothered to buy it, please watch it. I'd love you to watch it and get your comments. But it is—it's very story-based. If you—if you watch me play through the whole game, you will ruin it for yourself. <laughs> basically, in terms of you playing it yourself, because um, it is basically a story simulator. Uh, yeah, and then I've got—I won't speak too much about the next one, but I've got Firewatch in the works, uh, which is. Kind of known as a walking simulator with a bit of story. Uh, interesting. Um, I won't talk about how I felt about it because uh, I'm kind of in two minds of that game. But you'll find out when all that's that's done. But that's only going to be three episodes because it's quite a short game. Um, and I think other people are up to stuff. I know Ferg's got his own YouTube, uh, which we'll include in the links that like underneath in the comments bit as well. But his YouTube is. YouTube.com forward slash Greywalker Zero, all one word. Oh, yes. Do you want to uh, describe a bit about your channel, Ferg? Uh, oh, uh, succinctly, uh, computer game reviews, uh, trolling scam phone callers, and uh, salespeople, that's fun. And, um, yes, yeah, there's some folk music on there. Don't ask. Um... <laughs> I helped them out with stuff. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it's uh, yeah, game reviews when I get the uh, with stuff. I'm kind of hoping to do some. I really want to have a bash at the Technomancer. Really, that's kind of where I'm going with cool. the next video. I've got some footage for Gangbusters. 
uh, already done. Yeah, check it out. Wait. The other big thing Excellent. Uh, in sort of gaming-related news is the Warcraft movie. Mm. Um, Warcraft The Beginning, um, which makes it seem there's, like there's going to be a series of them. But they've... Uh, it's heavily influenced by Blizzard, as in people couldn't do things without running it past them, kind of. So it is, the lore of it will be as canon as it can possibly be. Yeah. So that'll be something... Th- they're nailing that down. It does look like an epic film, to be fair. It looks... Got mixed reviews. I mean, it hasn't actually come out yet, but it's got it's got mixed reviews. It's I got think... a, lot of, a lot of good actors, isn't it? I, I think it will oh, go yeah. down well with the Warcraft community. I think people like it. That's all, they, that's all they'll ever need is the Warcraft community. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's necessarily going to be loved by everyone. I think it's going to be quite niche. Not super niche, but it will be kind of... Do we know what niche is? I mean, yeah. is this going to be kind of like the start of the original Warcraft game? Like the, the beginning of the franchise? Or are we talking about Welcome to the World of Warcraft, the movie? Ah! It's... it's... Uh, the story <laughs> follows uh, Juratan, who is Thrall's father. So it's set bi- at least 30 years before the World of Warcraft. Right, okay. So it's Ugh. it's kind of the beginning. Um, but <laughs> as, if as you look it at hints the, in the title. <laughs> if you look at the player base, they've got millions of players. If every one of those players pays for one cinema ticket, they are rolling in money. I, I think it will do well. I mean, I, I do think it will do well. I think it will be... I think yeah. critics will be... You'll have cri- critics that have a sort of cultural awareness of Warcraft. who may well have played it. And then you will have critics who are just going into watching a film based on a computer game that they've never played and will probably say... I don't understand. I don't understand. It's a bit I don't crap. get it. Like, I'm kind of expecting a few people to go in hoping to see Travis Fimmel's shirt come off. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I don't know why they picked him. His, him in Vikings is, yeah, quite inspiring. So I'm really kind of looking yeah. forward to see what he's going to do. But you know what? I'm expecting the shirt to come off because the lady's going to be in the audience somewhere, right? I mean, Definitely. it's... I mean, Vikings is awesome, so I'd look, I, yeah. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what he'll do with uh, a lead role in the movie. And, uh, of course, it's Warcraft, and I've played a lot of Warcraft, so I'm excited by that. Directed so by it, it Doug will definitely Jones. have to be watched. Um, yeah, and we've got uh, directed by Douglas Jones, haven't we? Yep, David Barry. Yeah, yeah and ah. I'm, after his work on Moon and whatnot, I'm really pumped about it. I, I really think... They've given it to the right guy for this one because he can play quite delicately with all sorts of shots. I'm going to be really interested to see how he covers, well, action because that's what people want to see. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I think he's got a good eye for, for the image that he's trying to convey to the audience. So I, I think we're going to get quite a nice and interesting graphic tale, more to the point. So. And- and the art style has stayed true to, to Blizzard, so it looks... 
I think that's where it's, it's, right. it's drawn contention. You know, I mean, I think, you know, I, I just seen a Guardian article and uh, they gave it two stars, but they seem to think that the plot is good. Um, but they have an <laughs> issue with the CGI in the way that it looks. So I think that's probably going to be the big right. issue for critics is that some some people like those of us who played the game will watch it and probably go, oh, cool, that really looks like the game and it has these kind of real links to what we've played. It doesn't change the way they look that much. It's kind of just more fleshed out. But I think, you know, potentially for people that don't know Warcraft, they might just... I mean, it, it se- they seem to be saying it has a good story. So, I mean, for me, that's generally the main part of the movie. But that's, yeah, but, surely you know, the best bit. <laughs> never mind. I mean, one thing stars. I do really want to see in the movie is the the, the heroes go to uh, a cellar and clear it out of rats, basically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Level up. <laughs> or take out a bunch of boars in the forest for, like, I don't know, half an hour. <laughs> Right, I think we should probably end there. This has probably been a longer than usual podcast, actually, which isn't about yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope you uh, enjoyed it. It was really good having you on as well, Ferg. By the way, thank you. Actually, it's been, you'll come back. Yes. it's been a blast. Thank, thank you, you for joining us. Gentlemen. And you can find awesome. Ferg at youtube.com forward slash Greywalker Zero. Uh, you can find Dead on Dead Reckoning underscore EU, and you can find me. That's on Twitch, by the way. And you can find me at Kinji Lol, and that's on Twitch as well. But we'll put all those links in the in the little bit underneath the bit. The never mind. And, and you can find me at Aramarak on Twitch. Sweet. As well. And we'll put that in the description, so you'll have all our YouTube things. Like, if you want to catch... Like, I know Dad's doing a lot of Let's Plays of stuff like Overwatch, and you probably... Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to watch any of my Let's Plays kind of a little bit earlier on, they might happen to be on Twitch as well. But, um, but I think that's everything. Anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone. Just click on the YouTube links instead of my Twitch, maybe. I don't know. But, <laughs> or at least if you watch it on Twitch, just click on the YouTube at all. <laughs> but uh, I guess that's it. So, yeah. Catch you guys on the flip side. Good luck. Have fun. Yeah.